Welcome to the On the Road to Freedom podcast. We're so glad you joined us today. We can't wait to get into the Word with you and share some truth that's going to change your life. Make sure and hit the subscribe button and help us spread the Word by rating and reviewing the show. You can also connect with us at mylan.org for more helpful resources. Now, let's get into today's show. On the Road to Freedom, what's your <laughs> well, that was awesome, Matthew. <laughs> we loved that it. That was a great. That was a great kicker, wasn't it? it? Was what great. do you call that when you do the slate? The slate. Yeah, that was we love the slate. It's one of awesome. my favorite things. I always feel like I'm in the movies every time Matthew does that. <laughs> so we're excited that you joined us today. We never take it lightly, nor do we take it for granted that you tuned in to On the Road to Freedom. Amen. And we're in this what beautiful location of Sundance, Ooh. Utah, and we've got Stuart Falls behind us. Uh. We are just thrilled that you can see the goodness of God and His creation is our set. And we love that. We love to show you the beauty of His creation. I want to come back here in the wintertime. Oh, I yes. saw a picture of it when it's all frozen and snow all the way to the top of the mountain. Maybe they can show you a picture of that. But anyway, someday we'll get to come back here when it's winter wonderland, do a little skiing on these mountains around here. <laughs> That's right. We enjoy skiing. Yes, we do. We always have a lot of fun. But I want to let you know today, again, we're here for you. The reason why we do this That's show right. is so that you would be set on your road to freedom. Amen. In John 8, 31 and 32. Now, for those of you who've been watching, you could probably quote this with me. So if you can, go ahead. Jesus said, if you will continue in, in my, my word, you will truly, truly be, be my, my disciples. disciples. And, and you, you will know, know the, the truth, truth and, and the, the truth will, will make you free. free. Amen. <laughs> so today we're talking about being free to walk in the fullness of your call. Amen. That you can walk in everything that God has appointed for you to do and to be in the earth. And you can get rid of all your excuses. Yeah. So today we've titled it, What's Your Excuse? <laughs> <laughs> and you got to get rid of I mean, yeah. I don't know if you're like me, but I had a bunch of good ones. I <laughs> me mean, some great excuses. Me too, yes. You know, but here's what I read one day after I got born again. 1 Corinthians 1 and verse 27 in the New Living Translation says, Instead, God chose things the world considers foolish in order to shame those who think they're wise. Mm. And he chose things which are powerless to shame those who are powerful. Yeah, that's God good. uses, in other words, ordinary people mm -hmm. to do extraordinary things. Amen. But if you're going to get from there to here, we have to get rid of all our excuses. It hadn't been that many years ago, almost 40 now, but it seems like a short time. When I was sitting on the other side of this camera and I was a, a heroin addict, cocaine addict, my life was just, it evolved around having to score, yeah, having to, yeah. I couldn't run out of dope or I'd be mm. sick and trying to make it in the rock and roll business. And, and once you've had some success, once you have an album and you're doing good, then there's pressure to, they give you more money. So now you got to earn it and you got to be good every day and you got to be good every song, yeah. every production and every tour. And man, there's just a lot of pressure. And you find a whole lot of other musicians who, who are not dealing with the pressure well either. And I was sitting on the couch praying, oh God, I was watching this Christian show and I was hoping it was true. These people were talking about how good God is and how much he loved them. I was thinking, I don't know if that's true or not. I, you know, I pray, we all pray when we're in trouble. 
we all pray when we're about to go to jail and we get busted for dope or, <laughs> or you know, we're, the blue lights come on behind us and we're 30 miles over the speed limit. Mm -hmm. Everybody prays, oh, Jesus, get me out of this one. But I mean, I was to the point where I knew if something didn't happen, if God didn't somehow intervene in my life, I was going to die. It wasn't just that I was living in fear, even though I was. It wasn't just that it didn't matter how much money I make. I wasn't a tither. I was robbing God. Mm -hmm. So it, it never was enough. Yeah, I always spent yeah. more than I made. I was going further and further in debt, mm -hmm. making a ton of money and, and making stupid stone decisions with what I did with it. Yeah. So I had a lot of excuses. How could I possibly be used by God? Once I got born again, I started studying. And I read this the other day, and I thought, this is so funny. This is great. I don't know who looked this up, but some pastor said it. And So let me read it to you. <laughs> Jacob was a cheater. David had an affair. Noah got drunk, and Paul was a murderer. Jonah mm -hmm. ran from God, and Miriam was a gossip. Sarah was impatient, and Mary was a worrier. Mm -hmm. Thomas was a doubter, and Gideon was insecure. Moses stuttered, Zacchaeus was short, Abraham was old, and Lazarus was dead. Now that's some good excuses, y'all. Come on. Man. What's your excuse? Because you ain't going to beat those, man. Getting drunk, I mean, it's all in there. Murder, gossip, pride. But God used those people. He cleansed them from all unrighteousness. That's what he did for me when I got born again. Mm -hmm. And that's what he did for you when you got born again. And mm -hmm. if you're not born again, it is so easy. All you have to do, the Bible says, if you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, and I'm here to witness and testify that he, is pro he has proved it to me. Uh -huh. He has changed our life. He has proven his love. Yes, All day, yes. every day, yes. he proves how much he loves me. Mm -hmm. He proves his miraculous word to me. And he's in love with you, man. He'll prove it at your house if you'll trust him. And if you believe Jesus is the Son of God and you believe God has raised him from the dead, all you have to do is tell somebody and the Bible says you're saved, you're born again, you're a new creature and you can start your life over. So go to myland.org if you believe that and tell us. Yes. Just type it in there and let us know and we'll be in touch, we'll pray for you, we'll believe God with you for his best. Now. In order for us to get from there, the beginning, when we get born again and we're cleansed from all unrighteousness, what do we do now? We just have to stop the excuses. We exactly. have to learn who we are exactly. in Christ. That's and right. then we can take those steps of faith and walk in the fullness of our call. That's right. So baby. I want to go over these excuses today that we have all used. Yeah. I want you to know both of us have dealt with these same excuses yep. and God enabled us to rise above and overcome and he will you. Um, the first excuse is, I can't do it. <laughs> Boy, is that one we have definitely used. Yeah. Um, the example I want to give you is Gideon in Judges 6, 12 through 16. And Gideon was a foolish choice from the world's point of view, but he found out that all he needed was a word from God. Yeah. So he was in hiding. Yeah. He was scared. <laughs> he was in hiding when God appeared to him. It says the angel of the Lord appeared to him and called him and said to him, the Lord is with you, mm -hmm. you mighty man of valor. Yeah. So immediately God spoke the things that are not as though they were and spoke over him that he was a man of valor, not that he was a coward, even though he was hiding. And it says, Gideon said to him, Gideon's response was, oh my Lord, if the Lord is with us, then why has all this happened to us? Meaning why is Israel in hiding? And the Lord turned to him and said, go, 
in the, now God didn't even pay attention to his doubt and unbelief. Right. The fear. answer of the Lord, his fear, the yeah. answer of the Lord was, go in this might of yours and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Oh, come on, Have I not sent you? Yeah. So God was reminding him, all you need is that I'm sending you. That's what you need. I'm backing you. So he said to him, oh my Lord, how can I save Israel? Again, his response was doubt and fear and unbelief. He said, how can I save Israel? My claim is the weakest and I am the least in my father's house. And boy, this should make all of us who've dealt with insecurity and fear, this should make you feel better because in the midst of this, God again did not pay attention to this unbelief that Gideon had, this insecurity. And God's response was, the Lord said to him, surely this is all you need to know. Surely I will be with you and you will defeat the Midianites as one man. So all we need to know is that God is with us. And we can do all things. Once you know that God is with you, that means you have his word on it. Once you have the promise of God, his promises are yes and amen. And once you are standing on his word, he backs you and you can do all things through Christ, the anointed one and his anointing, which strengthens you. Amen. So we can do it. No more. I can't do it. We can do this by the grace of God. Amen. And Gideon, who was living in fear, became the man just like you were. Yes. When you accept the word of God and you receive it, he went from being a coward, a cowering in the corner, hiding in the in the place where they uh, traded out the grain to being the mighty man of God that God spoke about. He took 300 men and defeated a whole army of thousands because he was unafraid and did exactly what God told him. Now, Abraham and Sarah were past the age of childbearing. This is a miracle that happened for somebody else. Their excuse was that they were too old, of course. It was impossible. There are a hundred, you know, let me read it to you. Romans 4 and verse 17 through 22 says, God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did, mm-hmm. who contrary to hope, in hope believed. Amen. So that he became the father of many nations and not weak in faith, he did not consider his own body. Ooh, that's key. Already dead yes. since he was about 100 years old. Now, come on, people, that's that's yeah. pretty old for having children. Never had one before. Mm-hmm. And the deadness of Sarah's womb. That's She's right. in her 90s. Mm-hmm. But he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that what God had promised, he was was also able able to to perform. perform. Man, that's all you need. That got rid of his excuses and he became the father of many nations. Hebrews 11, 11 says it this way, by faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed and she bore a child, which... When she was past, past the age, the age. far past, yeah, yeah. far too old, yeah. because she judged God faithful, faithful who had promised. Yeah, that's it. It's never too late with God, is it, my darling? Oh, no, that's so good. So no matter where you are in life, it doesn't matter what, sh- what age that you're at right now, you are not too old to walk in the fullness that's of right. your call, and it is not too late. That's right. In Matthew 28 and verse 18, Jesus spoke to them saying, 
All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. That's what we're here for. That's right. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is the great commission given to us by our Lord and Master. And it's given to all of us who call ourselves disciples or followers of Jesus Christ. The truth is everyone's called. We're called to do different parts of building the kingdom, but yes. we're all called. In the book of Isaiah, God said, whom shall I send and who will go for me? Mm. And you know, Mylon and I, we made this statement years ago. We said, here am I, yeah. send me. But you can say that too. You can yeah. make that commitment too. Here am I, send me. So will you answer the call and give your life in service to Him and to His people through joining Team Mylon? You just go to mylon.org and click on Team Mylon. You can also be a social media evangelist by liking and sharing our post. That helps us get the word out to more Amen. people. And we also send a monthly letter to you, a free teaching of what God has spoken in our heart for you when you join Team Milan. And we also make a commitment to you to pray for you daily, to speak faith-filled prayers of agreement with you for you to walk in the fullness of your call. Amen. So we love you. Be blessed today. Jesus raises the dead, and yeah. Lazarus is a perfect example of that. And believe me, when you're dead, that's pretty late. That's, that's as late as, as it gets. As far as my brain's concerned, that's too that's late. That's as late as it gets, yeah. But that, not with God. But not with God. That's right. And so in John 11:25 through 27, this is when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who yeah. believes in me... Though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? And she said to him, now God will always require that you respond in faith yeah. to his promises. So Jesus said, do you believe this? And she said to him, yes, Lord, I believe you are the Christ, the Son of God, mm. who has come into the world. Oh, let's don't rush that. Let's stop for a second. You need to say to God, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I Whatever you say is the truth. Yes. I don't feel it. It doesn't look possible from here, but it's okay because I believe you, God, and I believe you have all the power. I believe you are almighty God, yeah. and I want you to be my God. Amen. Whatever the, the Bible says, that's the truth. Mm -hmm. Whatever. This is God's word. This is Amen. Obviously, this is my, I'm having to keep this my hand over my iPad. This is not a Bible, but I got Bibles. On, in fact, I got about 50 versions of the Bible on, on here, here. And I read them in all different versions to make it easy to understand. Mm -hmm. But it's overheating out here in the 90 degree weather. So I'm having to keep some shade on this baby. But I want to encourage you, man. This is the truth. Whatever God says. And if you get rid of your excuses and receive the truth, the facts will change in your lap. Abraham went from being too old to not being too old, to being young enough. Yeah, yeah. Gideon went from being a coward to being the man of God, man of mighty man of God. Yeah, that's right. So God's got something exciting for you. All you got to do is believe it. Amen. So again, Mary's faith was required in order for Jesus yeah. to do this miracle and raise Lazarus from the dead. John eleven forty, Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you would believe, then you will see the glory of God. Yeah. 
The glory of God is His goodness, and that applies to every area of our life. If we believe, we will see the goodness of God manifest in our family, in our health, in our marriages, in our finances. We will see the glory of God. Amen. John 11, 43 and 44. Now, when he had said these things, Jesus cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came out bound hand and foot with grave clothes and his face was wrapped with the cloth. And Jesus said to them, loose him and let him go. Now, these last words are the reason why we have this show. Some of you have experienced the resurrection, saving power of God. So you are on your way to heaven, but you are still bound by fear, by anger, by addiction. But as you continue in the word, you'll get set free and freer and freer every day. But in order to do that, you got to get rid of all the excuses. Yes. All the things that the liar, Satan is a liar. Mm -hmm. And he said to me, you can't do this. You are a rock and roller. My brain was so messed up. I took... And people laugh when I say this, but I did take every drug but birth control for about 20 years every day. LSD was not illegal in the 60s. I mean, their ecstasy, there were a lot of drugs that became illegal later on, but when they were first created, they didn't even have laws against them. And we were taking a ton of that stuff. You know, a lot of people died around me, but for some reason, God took care of me. And we were taking vast quantities of cocaine and heroin. And man, you know, when I got born again, I was sitting there thinking, I've got nothing to offer. I can barely remember. I would be holding a conversation with somebody and I would have to stop and ask them what I was talking about. And when I first entered into the ministry, I would be on stage and I would have to stop and I would forget what I was talking about. So I'd just go into a song. Thank God I had my guitar on my, and rather than be embarrassed, I'd just start a song or I'd start testifying or something. But I lost you know, focus mm. all the time. My brain was silly putty from all the dope. You know, I had some great excuses. But when you get rid of your excuses, and, and how did I get rid of them? I read what God said, and I realized He knows the truth. He tells the truth. This is God's Word to me. And when I started believing it, it started happening in me. I get my mind renewed. I got my mind renewed. And I started speaking the things of God. And the angels of God started making it happen all around me. The power of God. The power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's good. It's not too hard. We have to just step out in faith. That's how you do the will of God. Yes, it is. Jonah... 1 and verse 1 through 4 says, Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah arose to flee from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going in the opposite direction. (laughs) In the opposite direction. He was running from God. But the Lord sent out a great wind on the sea, and there was a mighty tempest on the sea so that the ship was about to be broken up. Verse 12 and 15 says, And he said to them, Pick me up and throw me in the sea. Then the sea will be calm for you. For I know that this great tempest is because because of me. me. So they picked up Jonah and they threw him in the ocean. (laughs) The sea ceased (laughs) from its raging. Verse 17 says this, Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the whale or the fish for three days and three nights. And Jonah repented. Now, you know how dumb you got to be to take three days inside 
a well. I think I'd have got to repent a little quicker than that. But anyway, you know, better late than never, That's right? right. <laughs> Jonah 3, verse 1 two, and 2 says, Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time, saying, Arise and go to Nineveh, that great city, and preach to it the message that I tell you. And there was a great, this time Jonah obeyed. obeyed. And there was a great revival in Nineveh. We got to stop running and start obeying because yeah. God wants there to be a revival in the earth, especially in these last of the last days. Don't you want to be a part of that, man? Mm. I love yeah, yeah. getting up in the morning and telling the Lord, I'm yours to command, God. Mm. I don't care where you send me because I trust you. You've proven how good you are and how much you love me. So just tell me what to do. I, I know that it'll be good. I know that I will enjoy doing your will. And I know holy things will happen in other people's lives. I trust you. I've seen you do that every day. I trust that if, if I go someplace and I have to be away from Christy, that you'll take care of her. Yeah. I trust that you'll take my care of my child. If I cast my care on you, you'll take care of my finances. He's doing that all day, every day, and he'll do it for you. We just got to get rid of our excuses. Yeah, and you know, it's important for you to know that you were born for such a time as this. Amen. So in this moment of time, you know, there's an anointing available for you to live mm. right here and now and to fulfill your call for Amen. this last great revival. And so you just have to receive it by faith. You know, when we pray, prayer is not begging God. It's not where we go, please, 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 or, or give me, give me, or I need, or I want. Prayer is simply agreeing with God. That's right. He has made promises in His Word. That's He's good, already baby. made 7,000 promises to you, mm. and they are available to you because of the blood of Jesus Christ. And Thank when you, you give Lord. your life to Jesus, then you inherit all of those promises, you just receive them by faith. Amen. So everything, I think if there's 7,000 promises, then there's one in there. There's a promise in there that covers your need right now or a to do of the will of God. Them. That's right. <laughs> Whatever God's calling you to do, there's a promise that applies to your call. And if you'll receive it by faith, then you just step out and walk in it. You know, Mark eleven twenty four says, Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, mm. So this is the key when we believe that we receive when we pray. Believe that you receive them and you will have them. Yes. So when you're praying, believe that you receive the strength that you need. Again, Philippians 4.13, we can do all things through Christ, the anointed one and his anointing, which anything. strengthens us. We can do anything God calls us to yes. do because his anointing abides within us to strengthen us to do his will if we receive by faith. Faith is the key. You can believe that you receive wisdom right now, yeah. that the spirit of wisdom and revelation is granted. I mean, you. that means nothing is impossible yes. for you if you believe God. Yes. Don't you believe nothing. what the devil has said and Amen. other people have said? Don't you believe if somebody said you're stupid when you were a kid or in school, mm -hmm. if people made fun of you and said, you can't ever do anything, and you can't do it because you're not educated. You, well, yeah, I'm not yeah. either. I barely got out of high school, man. I mean, I, I have some great excuses, but not for God. No, that's right. There's only reasons with God. And the mm -hmm. only thing that it makes sense yeah. is God loves me 
and he says that I'm anointed. Yeah. He says he yeah. has put his super on Thank my natural. You, Lord. Thank and he'll you, put Lord. his super on your natural. All you need to do is submit what you control in the natural realm. That's your life. Yeah. Amen. You control that, you submit that to him. He puts his super on your natural. All of a sudden doors are opening. The favor of God surrounds you like a shield. All of a sudden you can say things and do things. Yeah. You were concerned about your ability to be in the ministry when we first married. Oh, sure. And I knew yeah. when we become one flesh, the anointing's going to be on her. If I'm anointed, she's anointed. She's going to be in the ministry. Right. And it was concerning her. It was a little scary to, to go from sitting in the back of the church to, to being on the front row and, mm -hmm. and being in the meetings with all the other ministers and their wives. It was hard. But she got rid of all of her excuses. If you'll do that, man, your future's good. You're going to make a change in some people's lives. That's right. And, you know, I just had to believe that the Word says my sufficiency is not in myself. That's Praise right. God. Our sufficiency is not in ourselves. But it is in Christ Jesus, for He's the one that has made us able. In that Amen. verse, it says He's the one that's made me able to minister the good news of the gospel. But He has made you able to do whatever He's called you to do. Hmm. You just simply receive it by faith. And when you get rid of all your excuses, get in touch with us because we can help. <laughs> that's that's right. what we're here for. We're here at Milan.org. And we're praying for you every day. You let us know how we can pray for you. Amen. Get in touch with us. Connect with us. Let us know. We want to minister. We don't want to just preach at you. We want to help you to understand how good God is, how much Amen. He loves you, and what He wants to do for you now. That's right. So we're in agreement that you walk in the fullness of your calling. Just say this after me. I believe I receive. I believe I receive. The anointing. The anointing. To do. To do. Whatever God tells me to whatever do. Whatever God tells me and to I do. And I will walk. And I will walk. In the fullness of my call. In the fullness of my call. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So you just stay in the Word. Keep continuing in the Word. And that will keep you on, on the, the road, road to freedom. freedom.